This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you learn to be resourceful, find quick and clever ways to overcome life's challenges, and guess what? Achieve more with less. Use what you have to get where you're trying to go. Learn to do difficult. And for excuses, get rid of them. I mean, all of them. They're dead to me. Let's go. Did you know that you could impact my podcast by liking, subscribe, reviewing, and sharing, uh, and also donating? You would totally make my day. Come on. Make my dreams come true. Ever want to do a budget once and then not really touch it? Okay, so that's my best advice if you want to set money goals for the new year is first kind of plan the money that you know that's coming in. If you have zero dollars coming in, then you actually probably don't need a budget as much. I'm just kidding, you still need one. You still need to know like what you're going to do with the money when it comes in because what's weird is I find if I don't plan my money or allocate it to something, mm, it goes to whatever I feel like at that moment and feelings come and go. You don't always want that item or that thing or that purchase, I mean, five days later. No. Some days you're like, uh, it said final sale, so can I take it back? <laughs> no, you can't. Um, so if you're looking to really like get a ahead for 2021, look at how you spent your money. So like my, uh, there's like apps like Mint or um, websites like mint.com. There's YNAB. Um, I think it is. It's a budgeting app. And then there's every dollar of the day for Ramsey. There's QuickBooks or Quick. No, QuickBooks works with Mint. So if you just look for budgeting tool, there's a lot of budgeting tools. I use YNAB and I use Hurdler for like business. Um, it's like a simple app that's on the go. You just check business or personal. Does a lot of things automatically makes a lot of things very simple when you're looking at your numbers. Um, so basically, I look at how I spent my money for the last year. Um, and if my money is the same, then I make small tweaks like, wow, okay, I didn't know I had $20,000 that could have extra could have gone to savings. Or maybe it's that you didn't know that you had an extra, that you spent $5,000 on clothes and you hate your wardrobe. Like, you might need to think more about those clothing purchases. Like, everything on clearance is not good for you. Most things are, though, because you just feel like it's like 50 cents. I'm just kidding. Well, if you go to Old Navy. So if you are trying to kind of plan out your new year, the first thing is I put my money, like you can connect to your account, your bank account, and you can, it'll sort it out for you, all your purchases. And it'll say like, oh, you spent, you know, $30,000 on your mortgage. You spent um, this much on clothing or rent or whatever. And I start to get a glimpse uh, you know, maybe you spend $20,000 on food and it's just you. Like, where do you eat it? So I started to get a glimpse of what I spent. And then I started to kind of think about those habits and say, okay, are my habits going to be that way this year? Could I tweak one of them? So maybe I realize I'm eating out 
four times a week. Um, and it's negatively impacting my health because I'm not choosing like healthy things. So then I might say, okay, if I just eat out twice a week, I'm going to be healthier naturally. I'm just going to automatically be healthier. I'm not going to like do anything different. And I'm going to save half the money I spent eating out. That just might be a simple fair trade. You're not going to like make it. There's really nothing else to do. That would be a simple budgeting hack. Um, and I kind of do that across all my categories. And so I just set like simple goals like eat out twice a week. Um, only got to coffee four times. Um, um, well, that's another one that I would say. Um, maybe up your saving goals. And I might set it to automatically as soon as money comes into my account where it goes directly into my savings, which is at a separate bank, by the way. So I tend to think that you should have your savings at a totally different bank than your actual checking. I have a checking and a savings at my main bank and then at my savings bank, I just have saving different, multiple different ways of saving, savings and investing. I like to have them separate because if I started to see that number grow, I would diminish it with dumb stuff. Like, oh, I think I should take a trip. Oh, I think, you know that new car I've been thinking about? I usually never think about new cars. My car is so old. <sighs> We're not going to even go there. But I rarely think about that. It's nothing wrong if cars are your thing. Um, but it's just, it's it works. It drives. Um, I'm very content. So, um, so let's backtrack for a second. If you want to do a budget for 2021, I think the best way i mean for me the simplest way this is just like a no fail way i get a budgeting app there's free ones by the way i think mint is free it's a little bit of a hassle sometimes but it's free you connect your accounts and it's gonna tell you how you've spent your money now if you don't want to do that most banks online banking systems have it where you could categorize things and you can just look at your totals for the year so it's super easy, and once you categorize something, it'll keep it that way. So if something was coffee, if something was groceries, it'll keep it that way. So um, once you do that, you look at kind of what you've been spending your money on and then the habits that went with that. Oh, I tend to get a coffee every day. Do I want to make coffee or I like buying my coffee? It's worth it. I would rather give up eating out. Like start thinking about those things because that's actually what's going to change your money, habits. You can plan your money out for 2021 without adjusting your habits. And I mean, it might work out for you if you could autopilot or make a lot of things automatic. Um, so you just don't touch them and you, you might respond well. But most people are not like that. They have to have a habit associated with it. So I assess my habits and then I just look for, I would say, three main habits to change. Mine's is usually there's a category that I want to spend something less in to save something more. And then the third one is to maybe add a different way to make money. So each year I try to figure out how can I add a, a different branch of bringing in income. And it can be simple. Maybe you have a part-time job. Maybe you start blogging on the side. Maybe you decide to put up your YouTube channel. Maybe you start selling courses like a homeschool from the heart course. Um, you can go to howtohomeschoolfromtheheart.com and you'll find a wonderful course there. That's easy. So <laughs> if you are looking um, to diversify your income. I think that's that's always my three. I'm looking for something to spend, a category to spend less in. I'm always doing that. So a habit to change, something um, to save more, and then an additional 
cash stream or maybe increasing, you know, one that I already have. But I like to try to bring in money different ways. That way, if you lose one of those streams, then you're okay. Um, And you're not, not as challenging or you at least have a skill that you can make full time. So, um, so then once you do that, then you can easily look at your budget for next year. What I mean by that is if you say, okay, I'm going to spend, like, if you're going to stay in the same house, if you're going to kind of have the same amount of kids food wise, then it's very little that's going to change. You might have a grocery bill that's $800 a month and you want to knock off a hundred a month. Okay. So now you're saving $1,200. Give that $1,200 a place to go. Maybe it's going to go to your savings. Maybe you're going to invest it. Maybe you're going to use it to start a business. And then you keep your grocery bill at $700 a month. And the thing about this budget is you actually know you can meet that. You're just spending $25 less a week. That's very realistic and practical. And sure, you can save more. You can probably dial it down to $500, make it super tight. But you also know that $700, since you've been doing $800, is very achievable. And you just made an extra $1,200 by just thinking about like what habit you can change. Maybe you realize you end up throwing away $100 bucks worth of food a month anyway. So it's no point. So then if you're not going to move and you're not going to buy or sell or... You're not going to change, um, like a, get a new place to rent in a new apartment or condo. Then your rent is going to stay the same unless it goes up a bit. So you might want to allocate money for that. Um, and most of the consumer habits, like what you shop by, I would say plan for those. Like if you notice you spent $2,000 on clothing, do you, like, did that feel right? Do you like, you love everything you bought or are you thinking, hmm, half my wardrobe I don't like? So then I would suggest you either work to spend $2,000 on things you love. Like, you think about it. Because even just changing that habit, you're going to spend less money. And if you're not going to spend less money, your money is going to make you feel better. Like, when you look at your clothes, how they fit, what they look like, you're going to enjoy that experience. I think that's important. Then to spend money and look at your closet and say, I don't have anything. So you're going to look at your old categories and see um, what they're like. So you, like I said, if you're like, well, I only like to have my wardrobe. For me, I'm pretty practical. I'll just say that I probably spend half on clothes because I can keep the same habit that I had. If I only like to have my wardrobe, then I'm going to really work either to make the $1,000 stretch or I'm going to find out that... Uh, that I'm, I only spend half of that thousand dollars on something I like, which is five hundred dollars. So now I've dwindled my wardrobe down by habit to five hundred dollars. So that's how I would tackle my budget. Um, I would look at my previous categories if my money hasn't changed, and then go from that. Now, if your money hasn't changed, if your money has changed, I would budget a little bit different. I would look at how I spent, but then I would make a new budgeting list of prioritizing those categories in the top order. So I I think food, you know, shelter, utilities, probably at the top of the list, then car, um, anything consumer related that's a luxury, that probably would be fifth, sixth, seventh. So I would kind of write categories and how much I would allocate to each category. 
And then as money comes in, so like let's say you were gonna spend $500 on food and you only made 300, well, if food is my first category and I'm struggling to make money, I'm only, I'm not worried about where I'm living. I'm gonna work on trying to eat first. And then once that's done and I have a full bed belly, then I'm gonna work on how to, um, I'm gonna work on, what is it called? Oh, my rent or my mortgage. That's just the kind of, I mean, to me, like, I don't want to really want to work starving. That's just me personally. So I'm going to probably eat first, take care of that. And then I'm going to work on that. So I'm going to probably structure it. Now, we haven't got into debt. We haven't got into consumer debt, paying things off. This is more just a simple gauge at your habits and um, collect them. Now, if you, this is a small blurb about debt. If I was going to tackle debt for twenty one for 2021, I would look at my habits. I would do the same thing. Um, and then I would look at all my debt after I kind of change my habits and then look at how bad I actually want to pay stuff off. Um, Dave Ramsey says to do smallest to largest um, as far as your debt amounts. I think that's a great strategy. I also feel like... Like, if you really want to pay something off, it's going to get paid. That's how I felt. I didn't do smallest to largest. I just paid it off because I wanted it to get paid off. Now, ironically, sometimes you'll tackle a small bill in the middle of paying a bigger bill just because it mentally, sometimes it's easier to just know, oh, instead of eight bills, I have six. But I didn't, I didn't write that down and say, okay, I'm going to pay my $20 bill. Now I'm going to do my $400 bill. Now I'm going to do my $1,200. I just got rid of the debt. So I think his program has worked for so many, so it works. Um, but I also feel like if you want to get rid of debt, you'll pay it off. Like, here's another thing. If you have $40,000 worth of debt and you increase your income by $40,000, it really doesn't matter what order you pay it in because you're going to pay it off in one year. I mean, it doesn't. If you increase about $40,000 in one month, why does the order matter? Now, most people don't increase their income like that, but that's a that's another thought to that too. It's like, well, just pay it off. So if writing it from smallest to largest is going to help you, cool. If it's not, then pay it off. Pay it off. And here's consumer debt, credit cards, things that like, you know, they're like, they gnaw at you when you go to sleep. Hospital bills. I mean, with 2020, I kind of feel like there's some leniency with hospital bills, but I think definitely have a payment arrangement, like figure out how to pay it off. I mean, I've made the mistake of saying, like, ah, it's a hospital, I'll get to it. And it's just, it doesn't work out well. It's better, I think it's better to call if you can't pay it right up and figure out a payment arrangement, a payment plan, or to see if there's some kind of financial assistance to help you out. Or if your insurance appealed it to see if they'll, you know, pay for it. So if we're going to recap, it's reflect on how you spent your money for 2020 with an app, something that's super easy to categorize it. Then if um, once you do that, you evaluate your habits. After that, you kind of look at what habits you want to change for 2021. And that is like a simple way to like manage your money. When you attach habits, it's so easy. Because just changing from eating out three time, four times a week to three times, now you've created 52 ways to save because that's once a week. And depending on how much you spent eating out, 
if you spend like 50 bucks each time, depending on how big your family is, that adds up really fast. Like really fast. So that's where the benefit comes in. Now, if you're going to tackle debt, I am kind of all or nothing when it came to debt. So just all my money went to debt. Anything I could squeeze, pennies, anything. So it didn't matter. So I would say the mile away, <laughs> if, if I could call it that, was just to say, okay, if I owe, if I if it looks like I can pay $20,000 of debt off this year on paper, I'm going to see if I can pay $30,000. So I was always, each month, I had my budget for the year, but each month I'm still searching for a way. Like, oh, I got an extra $50. Oh, I did this. Oh, I brought this income in. And trying to find ways to pay it off. So that's not, this episode is not about that. It's just to let you know that you still kind of, you know, can use it and figure it out. And um, this is something else Dave Ramsey suggests is to save $1,000 before you start paying off your debt. So if you were looking at your budget, try to find $1,000 first and then start paying off your debt snowball. I actually didn't do that. I don't know. I can't, it's been a, a while, so I don't know if that, if I felt that or not. Sometimes in the moment you're like, dang, I wish I had extra money, but I don't, I don't remember, um, if I did or, or didn't, um, because I think what I started doing was like increasing my cash flow, meaning more cash started to come in. So if I didn't have something saved and something came up, I was able to pay for it. So I think that's how I tackled it. But either one, I think, works. So increase your cash flow. Because, I mean, you eventually need to save something if all your money is going to pay off debt and you have no cushion. It's probably a good idea to have something saved. So, yes, that is all. I would say this is, I think this is a big deal. Because, well, it's going to kind of guide where you're going to go for 2021. Now, even though I plan things for the year and I set up the budget, I do kind of check it, like, I usually glance at it every month and then I probably, I don't know. So like I, after, after the month passed, I kind of reflect on how that month felt. So like for 2020, it's not, I'm really not hitting my goals for budgeting. I'm okay with that because I felt like for me, it was more important to maintain sanity. And so if spending something extra or getting something that's my favorite versus, you know, being a little bit more disciplined and eating, you know, something that's just like, it's like, you know, kale again, like just having more of your favorite food. Sometimes it's comforting. So we're not even favorite foods, but just like indulging more. Like I like, you know, certain teas and coffee and it's not, it's not cheap. So if you indulge in those kind of things a little bit more, Um, just throughout the year or like driving to different trails I used to do a lot of trails close by and now just driving further to them it's just little things that add up so I have given myself leniency in that area I've met them some goals I've I've done every category and accomplished something in each category but I you know kind of thought well you know I can allow myself to just respond and Think of what's best in the moment and protect sanity. So that was my number one goal. Um, so yes, so save some, invest some, grow, diversify, but just not as aggressive as I planned. 
and I was okay with that. It was a choice I made. So that's what I mean with your money. You want to make choices and not realize, at the, not get to the end of the year and think, what happened? How did this go? Because have you ever calculated your money and, and realized, what did I do? There's been years I did that where I was, I had no idea that I made that amount of money. And I had no idea. I just had no idea. Just not even aware. And... I mean, I literally spent my check on dumb stuff before it could come in. I'm like, I'm gonna get these shoes. Like, you don't even wear them. It's just like ridiculous. And if you're choosing to do that, it's fine. It's your money. But I think it's 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 kind of harmful when you don't even know you're doing it. Like, you have no idea. I think you should know and you should make the choice. Or the choice will be made for you. Okay, this is way longer than I planned. So we're gonna recap one more time. You wanna reflect over the year use an app or a tool to help you it just makes it so easy otherwise you're going to be like crunching numbers like do people still crunch numbers you're going to be crunching numbers and to me that's like laborious and not fun then you can look at what habits the category what habits you want to kind of change in i usually pick what's what i'm going to see the most benefit but make sure it's also a habit that you can keep consistency is more important after that you use that habit change as your new budget it, it could change like a budget is living and active like your body so planning your money it can change your income can change if you don't have any money coming in then you prioritize your your list of payments that you're gonna make like your food your uh, shelter your rent uh, your mortgage you're gonna prioritize that and put how much is there and then once you meet your food amount you pay that once you meet your mortgage amount or rent amount you pay that and um then the other part to that is if you're tackling debt you want to organize your debt it should all be on like one or two sheets of paper for some of you guys who have a lot 10 sheets of paper you know you should organize it and in the payment order i organize i think i organize mine like some of the things i was on was payment plans i organized it in payment plans and then um, after you do that, you just organize it. You could do smallest to largest. Um, I mean, paying off, scratching things off your list is very fun. So if small, if scratching things off your list is like, yes, then do it that way. If you're just gun ho like I, I, there's no way I can pay, pay these people anymore. Like I need them out of my life. I personally don't think it matters. That's just me. Because um, I was just all in. I didn't care. I would find like money, like Let's just say there's like a penny or a nickel and I would really, I would pick it up. I mean, as long as I, you know, you didn't see who dropped it in, but like, that's how serious I was about it. That seems a little extreme, but I was just all in any opportunity I could find. I made it work. So then after that, you want to make sure that you, um, map it all out, plan out your months, plan, plan out your months. And then I want you to, um, what is it? Okay. So you want to plan out your months and then you're going to assess this probably each month, but now you kind of have a glimpse of the year, what habits you need to change and how it's going to affect your money. That's all. I wish you well. Let me know if you have questions, you can ask them anchor.fm slash the Milo Sweet podcast. Homeschool from the heart changed my life, changed my mindset, changed everything about 
You hear that? Yeah, I changed that too. See, I'm not even bothered by this interruption. If you want to be able to work and enjoy being home with your kids, this is for you. Go to www.howtohomeschoolfromtheheart.com and get the best life now, mostly. www.howtohomeschoolfromtheheart.com All right, that's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to you. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like, for real. No, for real, for real. Okay, you can keep listening. <laughs>